Seminar, Episode 80, The Longing Makes Us Human. So I thought that maybe some more operational and slightly more surreal humor would help you get an idea of what I wanted you to learn, Thomas. I hope you're right. I'm trying, but I just don't understand. I think Alex is annoyed that I keep asking him for help. Well, in his defense, he has a lot to learn on his own. He went from computer to organic creature, which means he has the biochemical reactions of a person with flesh and hormones. I remember when I was young, my first couple of years in seminar, I was a nervous wreck. But I was younger, and I grew out of it. Alex just has to figure that out, too. If you say so. So, what did you want me to hear today? Hang on a second, I'll get there. That's not the only thing I wanted to talk to you about. Zadash? The components requested are constructed and ready. Great. Please open the hatch for me. I don't want to keep Thomas waiting. Wait, what? Zarosh analyzed your original hollow box and found a few improvements that we can make. So we recycled some of the derelict tech in the sanctuary and designed this. You should be able to get around completely autonomously. Simulate walking and everything. Wow. Thank you, Alice. Uh, don't thank me yet. We're going to have to spend the better part of the day downloading you into this unit, so get comfortable. Metaphorically speaking. Zerash, please play Tracy Shoe, Private Eye, while we get this started. Thomas, relax and try to keep your emotional responses minimized while we work. Beginning playback. The name is Tracy, Tracy Shoe. I'm a private eye. I detect, I solve, I have a large magnifying glass. Call me a gumshoe, and I'll show you how bright stars can dance around your head. Uh, but Trace, that really doesn't make- Why, Billy, it's not your turn to enter yet. As I was saying, don't do the gumshoe joke, because you ain't that clever to be the first to come out with it. Why not change your name, you ask? Well, it costs a pretty nickel to do that, and I just don't have it. Billy here brings me the morning paper, sometimes the evening edition. Say hello, Billy. Hello. Good kid. Not bright. Hey! As I was saying, Billy's a good kid, but a poor one. See, he's an orphan, but he gets by selling papers. Who knows? Maybe one day he can be an apprentice. Really? Not for me, it's a paper. I work alone. Solo. Destined to navigate the dark alleys as a lone man. Ah! Uh... Josh, no need to comment. Anyway, the kid's an orphan. Now that's out, you can't stop listening to me. The show's got an orphan. You're not a cruel, heartless listener, are you? Show? That's right, a show. Starring me. I'll be detecting, solving crimes, drinking lots of coffee. Speaking of coffee, where's my cup of joe? You drank it. When? Before the introduction. Blast. My mind went to that empty mug on my desk. Coffee. My longtime mistress was gone yet again, leaving me powerless. What are you doing? Shh, you're interrupting my inner monologue. Ah, but you're saying it out loud. My show, my rules. Now where was I? It's a love-hate relationship, really. Coffee and I, sometimes the one couple do. Sometimes, well, a man just needs more. <clears throat> Sorry, dear listeners. Looks like I'm being rudely interrupted. I suppose I can talk more about coffee at a later time. You got that paper, Billy? Oh, right here, Trace. Well, hand it over. Oh, here you go. Boring, boring, dull, snooze. Hmm, that's oh, odd. Oh, what is it? This page is blank. And this one. By Jove, Billy, look at the front page. Oh, golly! The words are disappearing right before our eyes! Looks like disappearing ink. The entire paper is blank. The news is gone! No, the news can never be gone. Not if it remains in our hearts. Oh, gee, that was deep, Trace. Thank you, Billy. 
Now, there's no time to lose. Grab your coat. We're off to see what's stopping the presses. Previously on Tracy Shoe, Private Eye. Um, Trace. Dashing, brilliant Tracy Shoe introduced. Tracy! Billy, you're interrupting the previously on. But we don't need one. We haven't even left your office. Hmm, you're right. Now, where were we? Oh, uh, the disappearing ink. Right, now, Billy. During the dramatic sting, you were saying you saw a mysterious fellow at the bugle. Is that right? Um, I was? Exposition, Billy, exposition. Please keep up. Oh, right. Well, I was picking up my bundle to sell when I saw someone leaving the office. Didn't have a good look, but they were really tall and smelled kind of funny. Never seen them before. Oh, and they were chuckling to themselves. It seemed to me that the only way to catch the culprit was to retrace his steps, which meant... Checking out the printing room? How did you... <laughs> you were monologuing out loud again. Ah. <clears throat> yes, the printing room. There's no time to waste. Hmm, this is quite the doozy. Hundreds of fingerprints and dozens of footprints. How are we ever going to catch him? Oh, oh, look here, Trace. There's a list of people who replace the inks in the machines. Maybe we should talk to them. Yes, let's. Not a minute to lose. Are you trying to sabotage the bugle? No. Uh, Trace, I... Hush. Are you trying to ruin our good paper? No, of course not. Do you have the time, ma'am? Um, 7.15. Blast. Missed this week's Detecting Detectives Detect radio program. Well, thank you, ma'am. Have a nice evening. Wait, Trace. What about the ink? Oh, right. Ma'am, are you trying to sabotage the bugle using disappearing ink? Um, uh, I got no idea what you're talking about. Now scram. Sorry to bother you. Have a good... Wait, Trace. She's got that funny smell. You're right. She does smell funny. Ma'am. May I suggest a shower? No, Tracy. She smells like that person I bumped into at the bugle. And look behind her. There's a large hunkin' bottle that says, Disappearing Ink. Um, that ain't mine. Hang on. Don't I know you? Tracy. Hush, Billy. I'm investigating here. I'm investigating here. You sure like to boss around little kids. Don't you, Trace? <gasps> Molly. Oh, looky here. You detected. And that's not my name anymore. I'm the Angry Newsy. Cue crickets. Oh, come on. My show, my rules. Always about you, wasn't it, Trace? Me, me, me. Molly, get my paper. Molly, get my coffee. Molly, stop mocking the audience. I nearly lost the show because of you. Maybe because you're a lousy detective. Nope, saw the Nielsen surveys. Listeners weren't fond of a non-orphan newsy sidekick. Which is why I got Billy now. See? He's an orphan. Hello. I'll make him disappear like your precious news. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, wow! Huh, what now? A dramatic time sting to cue time passing while we take Molly here to the police station. You did good, kid. Real good. Thanks, Tracy. Now hand me that paper, will ya? Thanks, Billy. Here, 
Why don't you read the funnies first? Oh, gee, thanks, Tracy. It was real nice what you said about me being a good sidekick. You know, I'd never go after the news like Molly did. Why, thank you, Billy. Glad I can count on you. Uh, no, I'd go after your coffee. Ha <laughs> ha! Thomas has passed into resting mode, Alice. You're kidding me. He's unconscious? Negative. His emotional responses were too extreme, so his system forced him to sleep. So... So he laughed so hard he passed out? That's novel. Would Alice like Thomas to be reactivated? No, it's okay. Leave him in standby while you're moving him to the new portable holo projector. If you could pull up the stellar cartography map, though, I'd like to get back to my studies. Very well. Alice, am I interrupting? Not at all. I'm just stargazing. Can I ask why? Well, with the rate that light travels, these stars lived and died long before we even got to see them. Makes me wonder what's out there. You mean, you want to know where Earth is? That's one question of hundreds I have. And one I'll never have answered if I don't figure out how to get back up there eventually. But... Maybe you're better if we stay here. What? Alice, you don't know what's out there. It could be dangerous. <laughs> you don't know what it's like to have family or close friends. There's an entire ship full of people up there that I would love to see again. I promised them I'd come back. You don't give up on those people. Here, I'll show you what I mean. Zarash, I need you to play back another vignette for me. Very well. Please find me voicemails from the apocalypse. This is Sergeant Gina D'Angelo. Sorry I can't come to the phone right now. It's probably the end of the world or some crap and I'm out saving it. But maybe I'll call back if you leave your name and number. Gina, answer your phone for once. The world is actually ending this time and having Marine for a sister is finally gonna pay off. Cause I would maybe like not to die, okay? Just answer your phone. Oh, wait, also. Can I buy a gun if I'm not old enough to drink? Is that a thing? Do I have to buy a gun? Can I steal one? Or will I just get shot? Uh, just, just call me back. Please leave a message for... Jake D'Angelo. After the beep. When you are finished, hang up or press 1 for more options. Ah, now whose turn is it not to answer the damn phone? Listen, ragazzo, don't bother with a gun if you don't have one yet. If you're not on your way out of Minneapolis yet, get out! Go up to Canada as fast as you can. No one is watching the border right now. Take the 94 to the 29 and then keep going. Straight past Winnipeg. None of the ships are further north than the 51st parallel, so you need to get above that. It's... Probably too cold for them or something. Numbers are good, so pack whoever you can into that stupid little car of yours and get going, okay? Call me back when you get this. Jake, come on now. Jake. Jake! Jake, watch the road! Watch the road. I'll talk to your sister. Just, just watch the road. Fine. Hello? 
damn it. Gina, it's Kat, Jake's friend. We're trying to get to Canada, but they bombed the hell out of the highway. No way this car is making it off-road, so we're headed out toward you. It's not like this is a terrible idea. I've got the call, Jordan, okay? Anyway, uh, right, we don't have another plan. It's crazy out here on the roads, and everyone is just driving everywhere. We saw a shootout with some cops earlier, and that freaked Jake out. Cat, I got this. Watch the road. Anyway, yeah, it did freak us all out some. Jordan has a gun, but we're afraid we might actually have to use it. Just not on the aliens. You know? Help us out here, Gina. Do not come to Seattle. Got it? Find any way above the 51st. I don't care if you have to hike or steal horses or, or whatever. That might be safer anyway. And please tell me you picked an Eagle Scout to go with you or something. Someone who can survive out there. Anyway, gotta go. I'm not supposed to have my phone on me right now, but I'm not leaving it behind. Just go north. Be safe. Sorry, lost my phone under the seat for a while and didn't want to stop to dig it out. I hope you're okay, G. Anyway, we're having trouble finding gas. Uh, like, all the places for the last 80 miles have been drained. Uh, we're in the middle of fucking North Dakota in the middle of summer. We're stopping in Bismarck for the night where they have a motel and maybe we can see the news. If they still have electricity, please. Let me know you're alive. Love you. Hey, I'm, I'm getting worried. I haven't heard from you all night. I need to know you're still alive out there. The news. They're saying they leveled Seattle. Jordan thinks he saw a broken space needle in one of the shots, and I don't know. I, I know all this already. I'm just worried for you. I'm worried you're gonna die, and I. Jake. Jake. Take a look. The alien ships have pulled away, and this is the first close, clear shot we've gotten of Seattle since the ships first descended over it three days ago. That rubble you're seeing on your screen, we have confirmation that that is in fact the downtown area, or what's left of it. Please call me. Please. We found a farmer who's going to give us his gas. We think we can get a good way closer. Hopefully someone else along the way will have some gas too. I love you, G. Please, call me back. Yeah, that's right. We're robbing you. Everybody just calm down and nobody has to get... Some guys just showed up in a truck with guns and they're robbing a place. What are we supposed to do? Cat and Jordan are trying to force the bathroom window open so we can get out. We're on the second floor, so I don't think they've seen us yet. Okay, Jordan's waving me over, so hold on a sec. Crap, that was really loud. I'm gonna have to call you- Hey! Shit! Hey, you! Get, get over here! Hey! Go, 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 go! Damn it! You have the keys? 
You still there, G? Jordan just got shot, and Cat hit the shooter with the car, and... Oh, God, I think he's... He's dead. Jordan's dead. He's dead, and... Come on! Stop freaking talking to your sister and get in the car! Jake, are you guys okay? Shit, Jordan! Oh, I liked him. Anyway, oh... It's bad here. I don't even know how I have a cell signal right now. Hell, my screen cracked and I don't even care right now. You know how anal I am about that. <sighs> Thanks for coming for me, you big idiot. Don't get yourself shot, okay? The ship's pulled away and we don't know where they're going. Hell, it's not like we've seen ground troops or anything. It's just been bombing everything to dust. It's... Yeah. It's bad. We find dead people and almost dead people all the time. We're not fighting at all. Just rescuing. If we can. I'm not even sure what we're really doing here. Don't think anyone is. Rumor is they're gonna pull us out and let us go our own way. They told us to go home and make peace with our families. Enjoy whatever time we got left. What the hell? What do you see, Michael? Who is it? Do we have contact? I need some cover fire. Get down. Get down. Get those civilians out of the way. Keep moving. Come on. Come on, people. Let's get out of here. Go! Get us out of here! Not gonna get easier, ragazzo. Be safe. See you soon. Love ya. Damn it. I'm never going to sleep again. It's just Jordan over and over and over. When I finally fell asleep, I slept right through your call again. I didn't hear it ring or anything. Listen, my battery's almost dead, and they won't let me charge it here. We're too afraid to charge in the car, and we got a huge fight last night over whether that was a drain on gas to charge our phones. But that's just charging from the battery, right? Something like that. I should know this stuff. I'm a fucking Marine for a sister. Anyway, back up. Okay, um, what happened? Are you okay? Who was shooting you? Was it aliens? I need to know you're okay. Otherwise, Mom and Dad might come back from the grave just to kill me. Anyway, I'm gonna keep my phone off for four more hours. Till nine, whatever time zone this is. Try to conserve some battery power. If you get this message, call me then. Jake, it's nine. Answer the phone. Ah! Fuck this shit. We're safe now. Well, as safe as any of us can be. A few of the guys and I are gonna get into a truck and come your way. Just hold on in Butte. I'm coming for ya. Where are ya? We're almost to Montana and I haven't heard from you in... Ugh, however long. I don't know anymore. I don't care what you have to do, but get your phone charged and call me back, okay? I'm worried. Love you, ragazzo.
Sorry I missed your call. I know it's been a few days, but my battery was dead dead. I thought I'd be fine, but... Where are you guys? You're close, right? We're outside of Butte somewhere. There's a giant oak or maple something tree here and a giant red barn. We're holed up in a farmhouse with other survivors. This one lady. She helped me change out my battery so I could call you. Anyway, where are you? I texted you the address right before I called, so hopefully you have GPS or a map or something. We're going to stay here till you can find us. Please, tell me you're still alive. Love you. Got your text that said you were on your way. That was like two hours ago. You close yet? There's a lady here, Mrs. Wright, and she made enough dinner for you guys. It's a venison stew, because I guess deer are pretty easy to find out here or whatever. Pretty good, and... Oh, I see a truck. They're on the road. Is that you guys? Are you not answering your phone because you're right here and you want to surprise me? Like, really? Are you here? No. No, 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 no. To leave a callback number, press 5. Otherwise, hang up. Hey, G. So... <sighs> this sucks. Cat thinks the aliens followed you out here to find more resistance. That's why they blew up the farmhouse, too. We were so close, G. We almost made it. <laughs> I... Um, I'm sorry. It's kind of my fault. I, I know, I know, you're going to say it's not, and I guess maybe not. But it's hard. I miss you. I need you. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I need my big sister, Marine, okay? But... I miss you. I hope I... Well, let's hope I don't see you soon. Like, 50 years. But it can't be that bad, right? Snow and moose and whatever. There's a few of us left. Me and Kat and some folks who were in the basement or outside when they came. We have my car and one other and we're going to go north to the 51st. Stick to your plan. We're going to be fine, okay? We're going to make it. Love you, G. Bye. Both of those people were foolish. Their need for self-preservation probably would have saved themselves individually. But you're missing the point. It's not about whether or not Jake or Gina could have survived alone. They couldn't survive without each other. So you're suggesting that you want to have a mental break? No, no, I'm just saying... People need the ones they care about. And I have people I care about back up there. People I intend to get back to one day. You chose to leave with me. And now we're down here. You have us. I know, but it's not the same. The last thing Seven has for me is a voice message.
featuring the voice talents of Dan Foster as Alex and Thomas, Aidan Rudd as Zarash, and Catherine Pride as Alice. In Tracy Shue, Private Eye, James Rossi as Tracy Shue, Abner Cenaries as Billy, Julia Eve as the Angry Newsy, and Paul Brueggemann as Suspect 1 and 2. Written by Anna Rodriguez. In Voicemails in the Apocalypse, Julia Eve as Gina, Jay Roberts as Jake, Melissa Bartell as Kat, Walter Mack as Jordan, and Paul Brueggemann as the news anchor. Written by Joshua Bridges. Directed by Paul Brueggemann. Assistant Director, Vincent Morrison. Shorts edited by Jeffrey Bridges. Rapper script and story by Catherine Pride. Edited by Jeffrey Bridges. Music by Kevin MacLeod. Seminar theme by Vincent Morrison. Produced by Pendant Productions. Seminar co-created by Catherine Pride and Jeffrey Bridges. This production copyright 2018, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. Next, on an all-new seminar, to aid mankind is a noble calling. Tor is a hero. And I'll always be grateful. But can it go too far? Isn't this what you really wanted? And is it possible to give too much? The doomed Samaritan. So close, but never quite on time to make the save. And is it wise to take too much? And against all odds, we saved you. Again and again. Trust me, this is what you asked for, isn't it? Explore these questions and more in stories written by Neil Kitson and Jer Cornegay in the next seminar, coming June 27, 2018, only at PendantAudio.com.